to talk about changing gear, we go from the Brit Awards to arguably the biggest crisis of Joe Biden's presidency. And I'm somewhat disappointed to tell you they're in no way linked. Uh, but if anyone could make a link between them, it would be Simon Marks, our American editor. So, uh, it, I mean, it's becoming quite fashionable to be found in possession of classified documents for uh, for prominent American politicians, Simon. Yes, absolutely. One has to wonder whether the other uh, living former presidents are now all scouring through uh, boxes of stuff in their residences and offices in a bid to see whether they've got any, because the extraordinary thing, with well, so many extraordinary things about these Joe Biden disclosures, uh, is that the National Archives doesn't appear to have known that these documents were missing. Uh, and it was only after uh, the uh, President Biden's team discovered those initial uh, 10 documents in an office that he had used here in Washington, D.C. between 2017 and 2020. Classified documents that we're told relate to foreign countries, although those foreign mm. countries haven't been uh, identified, and we don't know the level of classification that these documents had, but they all date from his time as Barack Obama's vice president. It was only then that the Biden team began to scour all the other possible locations where classified documents might be found, uh, and, of course, lit upon a second cache of documents. They insist a small uh, number of documents at Joe Biden's residence in Delaware. And uh, some of them, at least one of them, uh, in his garage. And that is an incredible gift to Republicans. And you could hear it yesterday because at the end of an appearance in which Joe Biden was talking about America's uh, slightly declining inflation rate, uh, it gave an opening to to Fox News White House correspondent uh, Pete Ducey to remind uh, the viewing American public that in that garage, Joe Biden didn't just have classified documents, but he also has a highly coveted 1967 Corvette. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, the, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. Now, all of that is going to be put to the test in the weeks ahead because yesterday the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, uh, decided that he had no alternative but to appoint a special prosecutor to look into Joe Biden's handling of classified documents. Why did he do that? Because he had already appointed a special prosecutor, one of these quasi-independent figures, to look into former President Donald Trump's handling of classified documents, which, which let's be clear, James, far more egregious as far as we know currently than the Biden situation because for months the National Archives knew that Donald Trump had carted documents off to Mar-a-Lago and he refused to hand them over which is what led to the unexpected uh, FBI visit to the former president's Florida estate when they took away more than 300 documents and put them where they rightly belong in the National Archives uh, but both investigations have been deemed too politically hot to handle by the Attorney General himself. So we've now got two presidents, the current one and the former one, 
two special prosecutors. The inquiry into Donald Trump's handling of classified documents is being headed by a former war crimes prosecutor. The inquiry into Joe Biden's handling of classified documents is being head, headed by a prosecutor who has specialised in gangland drug trafficking cases. So that's quite a way for the year to begin. And just to pick up on those differences, would would any of this have come to light if... I mean, I saw it described as somebody walking through uh, the doorway of a supermarket and the alarm goes off and it turns out that they've accidentally carried something out in their pocket and then someone who has stuffed their pockets full of uh, high-value products running through the thing and then refusing to stop when the security guards call after them. Would we know about the Biden stuff if it wasn't for Biden and his people bringing them forward? Well, um, I think that it was inevitable that we were going to find out about the Biden issue because the Department of Justice has known, uh, certainly since late last year, since since December, that they were going to have to appoint a special prosecutor. So eventually, you, know, you can't appoint a special prosecutor and not announce that to the public. I mean, I think your description of the supermarket certainly appears to be pretty accurate when it comes to former President Donald Trump's handling of documents. We don't yet know if it's accurate in terms of the description of Joe Biden. Right. You know, casually making a mistake and walking out of the supermarket. We we don't know. And, you know, Because he categorically nothing. shouldn't have them. Is that... Is that it, absolutely. It's against yeah, the law. Right. You so it's absolutely not should not have analogy, any though. of them anywhere. And, and, you know, this is obviously a monumental gift to the Republican Party just, uh, what, uh, 10 days after uh, they secured control of the uh, House of yes. Representatives because they are now going to launch a congressional investigation of their own uh, and uh, i think there is no question that joe biden's you know in he's people are going to be questioned from his inner circle by this special prosecutor if anybody decides not to cooperate they will be subpoenaed legally compelled uh, to provide information and evidence now the biden team says look as soon as we found these documents, we handed them over to the Department of Justice. We gave them to the authorities. They passed them on to the national. We disclosed everything. That may be true, but they certainly disclosed nothing to the American public. And remember, the documents, the first cash, was found on uh, November the 2nd. Mm. America's midterm elections, closely contested as they were, may I remind you, uh, voting day was November the 8th. So we're in a situation where Joe Biden went to bed every night for the last week of America's midterm election campaign, knowing classified documents that he shouldn't have had had been found in one of his offices and knowing that they'd been handed over to the authorities and returned to the National Archives, but presumably also somewhat aware that were that information to be leaked mm. and to be published by an investigative enterprising journalist here in Washington, that would be a huge landmine in the last week of America's midterm election campaign. So Republicans politically sense a cover-up. They say, why on earth was this not disclosed to the voting public, given that Joe Biden had excoriated President Biden for what he described, uh, President Trump, for what he described as Trump's completely unacceptable, uh, you know, uh, putting national security at risk through uh, his uh, stewardship of classified documents. Why was that not disclosed to the public? And it's leaving Democrats on Capitol Hill also scratching their heads, because you had to know that eventually this would be revealed. So, I mean, it is up there with, arguably, the biggest 
crisis of his presidency then potentially but the the before the final question i've also read that it assumes even more relevance because biden appears to be edging towards announcing that he will seek a second presidential term. Would you concur with that as well? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, every sign here is that between Thanksgiving and Christmas, the Biden family held uh, their uh, big discussion, and every indication is that he's going to run for another four years. Now, he'd like to make that decision, that announcement, I suspect, you know, sooner rather than later, mm. because it will also send a message to other Democrats that may be jockeying in the wings, although I think there's less jockeying going on now because they all recognise that he's going to run. Right. Uh, but uh, certainly difficult to make that announcement with the uh, special prosecutor grinding away. It's also interesting, he's meeting the Japanese Prime Minister today, and there were plans for a joint press conference that appear to have been scrubbed. Uh, as much as he says that he's eager to address this issue of the documents, he's certainly not availing himself, as far as we can see so far, of the obvious opportunity to do that uh, later on today. Simon Marks, thank you very much indeed. LBC's American editor there talking about uh, a, well, what might be the biggest crisis of Joe Biden's presidency so far. And of course, as we just touched upon, that plays into or that, that uh, the scale of the potential problem grows exponentially when you see it in the context of the possible, if not probable, um, intention to run for a second term. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. The time is 12.45.